Star Wars 7x7 episode 1167. Today I'm picking up on the stuff I started yesterday about looking at Star Wars Made Easy and a couple of the tidbits about The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi that are really kind of interesting. And also a little bit more follow-up on the announcement about J.J. Abrams taking over episode 9. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And in the rush to get up a podcast for you about the announcement that J.J. Abrams will be taking over the directing duties for Episode 9 and co-writing along with Chris Terrio, the... Academy Award-winning screenwriter for Argo, Best Adapted Screenplay. There were a couple of announcements that came out after the fact that did not get included in the original broadcast, so I will highlight those for you after the break. But in the meantime, yesterday we were looking at Star Wars Made Easy, the new book from DK Publishing that came out as part of the Journey to the Last Jedi on September 1st. And there were a couple of very cute and fascinating little tidbits that pertain to our anticipation for The Last Jedi that I wanted to share with you and call to your attention. So let's kick things off with Rose Tico. That would be the new character played by Kelly Kelly Marie Tran. (laughs) I can get it out. I promise you I can. Never mind the four takes that I had before this where I just (laughs) completely and utterly obliterated it. So let's just roll with this take, shall we? And the question and answer format in the book, it says, who is Rose? And it says here, Rose serves as a technician in the resistance. She is tough, smart, and loyal, but she has a tragic past that she prefers to keep hidden. Thrown together by a twist of fate, Rose and Finn will be spending a lot of time in each other's company. And so that bit about having a tragic past that she prefers to keep hidden, well, shucks, tragic pasts have a way of coming to light, that's for sure. And we already know from other sources that she has an intense hatred for the First Order, but we don't necessarily know why. All we know is that, you know, the hatred exists, and now we have the intimation of a tragic past. I had said at the time when we learned about her intense hatred that only something related to family would have anything to do with an intense hatred, right? That would be the thing that would really inspire somebody to have intense hatred. And now that we're getting a tragic past listed here, okay, so another clue that something bad happened with her family that caused her to run to the arms of the Resistance and do whatever she could to fight the First Order. And you would have to imagine that Paige Tico, who is her sister and who is a gunner with the Resistance working on the bombers and whatnot, that she, of course, is affected by the same past, naturally. There's a section here on Luke's Island highlights, which is fun. There's a bit about the caretakers, but it doesn't really tell us much more. It just calls them strange and enigmatic creatures and says they look after the crumbling ruins that dot the island that Luke is on. And there is also mention of the Porgs here, which alludes to something that people are wondering about online. It says, small bird-like Porgs are the island's most adorable inhabitants. Cute? Definitely. Tasty? Maybe. Dot, dot, dot. So there have been some people wondering whether Chewbacca is going to be snacking on porgs. And there was some photo that made it look like Chewbacca had a bit of a feather at the corner of his mouth or something like that. And sounds like it's a Photoshop job to me. But, oh gosh, I don't know if they're going to have Chewbacca just snacking on porgs left and right. I don't think they can get away with it somehow. So far, the only creatures that 
we really see eating any other creatures in any of the Star Wars movies are, say, for example, Jabba the Hutt eating that unfortunate frog in Return of the Jedi. We, of course, see various sea creatures chomping on each other in The Phantom Menace. But other than that, we don't really see a lot of creature-on-creature violence in the Star Wars movies. So, I don't know, it might be kind of funny (laughs) a little bit, but... I feel like the actual mechanics of showing Chewie just grabbing a porg and eating it, it doesn't necessarily work. Maybe it's what Luke is eating. Maybe he's catching porgs and roasting them. So maybe it's not going to be so violent as to say, you know, here's Chewie snatching up a porg and just chowing down on it raw or anything like that. Maybe it'll be a little more refined, perhaps. But yeah, I think we might have to brace ourselves for the possibility that some porgs might not survive the events of The Last Jedi. All right, there's another bit here that I want to share with you. And this one is in relation to the Gorilla Walkers. That's actually how it's headlined inside the book. So even though we've been saying it as a colloquial term, now it seems to be entering more common and approved parlance, if you will. The paragraph here says, Say hello to the ATM-6, short for All-Terrain Mega Caliber 6. This beast is the biggest walker in the First Order arsenal, as well as the huge cannon on its back. Its armored knuckles pack a massive punch. This is an interesting clue about the functionality of the walkers and what they will do inside The Last Jedi. I know I had said I was hoping for them to move faster than your typical walker, but it doesn't seem like they're going to. However, this knuckles packing a massive punch thing makes it sound like they're going to be running into barricades and blasting through them or something to that effect. So interesting little clue that we might be given there. There's also a bit about Canto Bite here. And it's referred to as one of the wealthiest, glitziest places in the galaxy. Think Monte Carlo, but in Star Wars. And it says, Politicians, business magnates, career criminals, arms dealers, and other assorted characters come here to show off their riches and bet in the casino. So this will give you an idea of what kind of milieu they're going into. And so that should be rather fascinating. And, and... The kind of betting that they're doing, well, there's a mention here of something called Favier's, F-A-T-H-I-E-R-S, and they are essentially space horses as described in here. The graceful and majestic creatures, Favier's are prized across the galaxy for their ability to run extremely fast. The, the Canto Bite casinos exploit them for competitive and highly popular races. And those of you who have been playing around in spoiler territory, well, that bit of information might put a piece or two of the puzzle together for you. If you have not been playing in spoiler territory, don't worry. I'm not going to venture into that on this podcast. So have no fear. That's not how I'm rolling on this episode. And if I were, you'd have ample notice of it. But don't worry. Not going to happen. All right. That right there is going to wrap up the stuff that I wanted to share with you from Star Wars Made Easy. At least so far, I'm still going back through the material about the older movies to see if they've snuck in any additional references. And if I come across something, I'll let you know. But otherwise, a good, fun read overall and definitely very well executed. A nice gift for the person who should be a Star Wars fan in your life, but who is not yet. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then come back at you with more about the changes to Star Wars Episode 9. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. All right, so two bits of additional news about Episode Nine. First of all, according to Deadline Hollywood, Ryan Johnson was actually given the right of first refusal on Episode Nine, and he declined the offer, although Deadline does not say why he did. They just say that he did. And they said it then went to J.J. Abrams, and J.J. Abrams approved the offer, and so that's where they ended up. And they said it was going to be announced quickly, and in fact, it was. So Deadline Hollywood seemed to be right on top of it and beat out the Hollywood Reporter and Variety on this one. And then the other bit of news is that the date of the movie's release has changed. It was initially intended to release on May 24th of 2019. It is now moving to December 20th, 2019. But moving Episode 9 back to December 2019 can only be a good thing, I'd say, because it gives them all the time they need to make sure that they get the script right. That right there, my friends, is going to do it for today's episode. So thank you, as always, for listening. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's Destiny Unleashed. not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money.